Today is Monday, June 7th, 2021, and if you're hearing this, that means that she said yes. <laughs> and I I'm just really anxious right now. I just went and um I just went and picked out a ring. Oh my god. Um Welcome to Derby season 2. <laughs> Jeez. Whew. So I'm putting out a session today, so it's not suspicious, talking about Logan Paul and Floyd Mayweather. But um, yeah, I just I just picked out a ring to propose to my girlfriend. I guess if you're hearing this, she's my fiance now, and I'm just fiance, fiance, fiance. Wow. Should I have picked it out closer to when I'm gonna propose? I'm freaking out. <laughs> I'm actually freaking out. Um, I don't have the ring. I went to, let me just talk about um, how I decided on the ring. I went to Jared today and I didn't tell anybody I was looking at rings or everybody's saying, by everybody, I mean like the two or three people I told that I'm considering it. Everybody wanted to be involved and everybody wanted to help, but the ring's picked out now and I'm picking it up two days from now. And I got no help. It's all me. But the ring is beautiful. I promise it is. I know it is. I know I did a good job. Went to Jared today. Met with a woman that worked there. She was extremely, she's very well experienced. Um, she'd been doing it for 20 years. She, before we even talked, before we even talked about the ring, she was like, tell me about the girl. Show me a picture of her. How long have you guys been together? Now, what do you think she wants? And I was like, I don't know exa I, don't, I, I don't know what she wants, <laughs> but I know what she doesn't want. Well, I know what she wants. She, she wants it to be pretty. She wants it to shine. She wants it to sparkle. Neither of us are jewelry experts. <laughs> so I went in today and I just, oh my God, do I sound nervous? Um, I don't know why I'm nervous because I know she's going to say yes, but it's just such a big, it's such a big thing. Fiance. She's not going to be my girlfriend anymore. My fiance. So, whew, I'm, whew, I'm fine. I'm fine. I'm fine. I don't get nervous ever. I never get anxious. But for whatever reason, I am. And I, I guess it's just because, um, God, I love her so much. And I, I, I just can't imagine. Like, she's not going to say no. Like, I asked her, like, I pre-asked her, kind of. I was like, hey, I'm ready. I think I'm ready to do the whole marriage thing now. Um... You would still say yes if I asked you, right? And she was like, of course. And I was like, okay, okay, good, 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 good. So I'm in Jared today. And yeah, she brings out the first ring because I tell her that, you know, I'm not really worried about the band, the circular part. I'm more worried about the top of it. Got to make sure it's beautiful. It's beautiful as she is. It's beautiful as her soul or whatever. She brings out the first ring the, the gym is kind of large. The jewel. There's nothing on the band. I'm like, that's not good enough. It's not good enough. Bring me another one. She brings me another one. And it's perfect. <laughs> the second ring, it's perfect. I see it, and it's love at first sight. When I met my girlfriend, I'm going to refer to her as Spice, because that's what I always call her. But her actual name is Bailey. I only ever call her Bailey when we're arguing. I'm sorry, not arguing. When I uh, when we're having a disagreement, 
and I am trying to get her to see my side, and I think she's being a little bit obtuse, then I'll say, um, Bailey. But on any given day, at any given time, I'm calling her Spice. So I'll continue to refer to her as that. Soon, I might be able to refer to her, I might be able to refer to her as my fiance, which is a word I'm, I can't imagine saying, but we'll, we'll, we'll get there. Second ring, I'm looking at it, and it's perfect. It sparkles, it shines from every angle. I don't know how many carats it is, I don't care. I'm in Jared, so it's gotta be legit. And I said, you know, I don't want the entire band like encrusted in diamonds. First of all, it's kind of clunky and corny, and I don't even know if she'd like it. It'd be kind of awkward to walk around with that, blinding everyone. Also, I'm not made of money. <laughs> um, but I do want something on the band, because a plain band is lame. She brings out the second ring, and I'm looking at it. It's perfect, and there's like this blue on the side. It's like this royal blue. Looks like a royal blue like gem on each side of the big main gem. This is an audio podcast. I'm doing my best. And I'm like, is that sapphire? And she's like, yeah, it's real sapphire. And I was like, wow, how much is this? She tells me how much it is. And I'm like, oh, I can do that? And we, ch we, we did like a credit check to determine my buying power. And it's within my buying power. And I'm like, it, it, would it be crazy if I said this is the one? Like, do, do, do people do that? Like, I'm getting nervous. Like, is that, is that normal? Can I have it? Should I? Should I look at more? And she's like, breathe. <laughs> um, she's like, you can hold on to this. And I was like, I can touch it? Oh, God, it looks so expensive. And I, I'm holding it. And she's like, I'm going to go grab another one, a few more. And while she's gone, I'm looking at it, and I'm like, this is the most beautiful thing I've ever seen. She's going to love it. This is the one. I shouldn't waste this woman's time anymore. I love this thing that I'm holding. And the person I love is going to love wearing it. I know that for a fact. I shouldn't overcomplicate it. So the woman comes back with another ring. But I'm like, you know, I don't want to waste this woman's time. She's going to look for another ring that she thinks is good. She's the expert. She brings that ring back. I'm like, no. <laughs> Sorry, not as good as this one. Not as good as this sapphire one. And she's like, well, I have more. We have time. I want it to be perfect for you. She's great. She's great, by the way. And I'm like, you know, you might know rings, but I know my girlfriend and this is beautiful and she's going to love it. So if, if it's okay, I'm asking permission for some reason. If it's okay, I think I want it. I want it. And this is what seals the deal. <laughs> I don't know if they planned this or not. This could have been planned. Another uh, employee at this Jared walks by and says, oh, is that Vera Wang? <laughs> and the girl that's working with me is like, yeah. And she's like, oh, my husband got me Vera Wang. It's my favorite one. Your girlfriend, actually your fiance soon, is going to love it. And she just walks off. And I'm like, oh, damn it, they got me. Okay, fine, I'll buy it. I'll take it, I'll take it right now. Please, <laughs> box it up. <laughs> and she's like, we still have to talk about the size. And I was like, oh yeah, the size. And I, when, I started, um, when I started dating Spice, she was a seven. And I was like, just to be safe, I want to get like a seven and a half. And she's like, okay. And I was like, cool. Do I take it? And she's like, no, 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 no. It'll be ready in two days. And I was like, two days? Oh God. And she's like, it's fine. Um, is it gonna, and she, she's like, is it gonna be a surprise? And I was like, oh, uh, it won't be. 
for long and I pull out my phone. She's like, what's going on? Are you okay? <laughs> and I'm like, <laughs> I'm like, oh, uh, we have a, we have our location turned on. So I, I, I go to look, turn my location off. And, um, because my girlfriend and I have our location turned on and, and I turn it off because like, she'll know if I'm in a Jared for like 45 minutes, she'll be like, that's, hmm. <laughs> so I do that. And then I leave and I'm, I'm like, oh my God. So now I'm back here. I'm at home and I guess I bought a ring. I have to go pick it up on Wednesday. And it's just, I don't know. I just felt like it would be cool to have this, this, this session here where I talk about how I feel right now on Monday, June 14th. And I just picked out a ring for my girlfriend, my future wife oh my god i'm gonna have a wife oh my god i hope she says yes i'm supposed to be doing it on um i guess sunday the 13th if you guys hear this i'll, I'll put it out monday june 14th but if you're hearing this she said yes i guess i should title the episode that but I guess you guys don't really know anything about this, this woman that I speak of. You know what I think would be nice? Maybe I should talk about why I'm doing it. Because, like, everybody knows that, like, you wouldn't be getting married to somebody unless you love them. But I, I think um, in my previous sessions, I talk about how weird I was with girls in high school and I, how I didn't really understand what love was. And I think the fact that I'm about to ask somebody to marry me means that I kind of figured it out. So it'll be a fun conversation to have where I can talk about not only my experience with what now I believe is true love, but also a little bit about, um, about my future wife and why I think she's perfect for me. Ooh, it's getting gross. Okay, I'll, I'll, I'll be back in one second. I need to relax. Very emotional. I like alliteration and organization and short list. And my theme is not wasting anyone's time. So I'm going to be talking about why I want to marry this woman. And I have three things that I'm going to talk about. They all start with F. <laughs> Feelings, flaws, and family. First, we're going to talk about feelings. Um, you might be able to tell by how, <laughs> how crazy I sound today, how nervous and anxious I am. But I, I love this woman. I've never... It's going to sound so cheesy. I, oh, my God. Obviously, I love her more than any, anything, anyone that doesn't have the last name Buxton. I love her, and I love how easy it is. That could have been the bullet point. Loving her is so easy. We hardly ever fight about anything. I'd probably say that we fight like three times a year. She's so easy to get along with. And when people talk about love and relationships, they always talk about sacrifice and compromise. And it's like sacrificing is for war, not love. You shouldn't. Put yourself through pain in order to have a healthy relationship. The foundation of our healthy relationship is the fact that 
it's just so light, lighthearted. And I used to think that it was a sign that our relationship wasn't strong because it felt so casual. But that's not true. I would argue that because it's it comes so easy, because everything is so chill, because we get along so well, that's just us. That's our way of showing our love for each other. We don't want to make it hard on each other. So I guess we can talk about compromise, but there's definitely no sacrifice. I mean, the way that I feel right now, I'm, I'm bursting with love today. <laughs> A week before I'm supposed to be engaged. I'm about to explode. But I feel like I would do anything for her, but she's not going to make me. Maybe that's love. I said in a previous episode talking about Lil Dicky for some reason, the rapper. Love is giving someone the power to destroy you and trusting them not to. And I know that she would never want to hurt me and I'd never want to hurt her. So I suppose that's important. Maybe I should talk about, um, look, this is going to be really corny and it might go long, but I'm, 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 I'm feeling so, I'm feeling so full today of emotion. I'm going to get this all out and there's never going to be anything like this again until the wedding eventually sometime if she says yes god i hope she says yes if she doesn't then none of this will matter but please do <laughs> um when it was like our second or third date we were bowling love bowling and it was her second throw her second roll of her turn and she got like a spare and in the bowling alley there's all this loud music playing and she, she bowls a spare. Not a strike, a spare. And she's dancing. Moving her hips, throwing her arms around, dancing. And I was just looking at her. And I was like, I said to myself, like, I love her. I love you. I love this. This is so fun. This is so nice. You look so good. You look so happy. And I love that your happiness is coming from what we're doing together, what we have right here. But I, I wasn't going to tell her that. That's ridiculous. Barely knew her. But I think what stuck with me about that moment wasn't even just the dancing. She turned around and she noticed that I was staring at her. And she wasn't embarrassed. She didn't feel silly. She just said, what? <laughs> it's your turn. Yeah. Yeah, it's it's my turn. To en to to engage, to get engaged. To be with you in this moment, to participate, to continue to be with you, to continue this journey. Oh god, that's sick. This is sick. <laughs> this is sickening. Um ever since then, I've just been thinking about more things that we could do together that I know that we're going to enjoy. And that's all we do. Like, our relationship is so simple, and I think that's why it's so nice. The feeling that we have when we're together, it's so real. We don't find ourselves in situations that we hate or that we don't like doing. Um, if that just means watching terrible, terrible television... I think that's <laughs> one of the staples of our relationship. We love watching a bunch of movies. 
I, I've talked about the AMC deal before, but at our apartment, we spend so much time watching the worst television examples. We've watched, um, God, there's a show called Love Island. We watched Temptation Island. We watch um, Are You the One? We've watched Jersey Shore like three times. Um, there's just like too hot to handle, like ter bad TV, like bad reality TV where people compete and lie and cheat and cry and try and win money. And it's just like, that's, that's us. That's so us. <laughs> um, it's just crazy how our relationships progress. We started when I was in college. I was like 20 years old. And yeah, whatever. What am I talking about? I'm so deep into it. Feelings. I love her. She loves me. And when you're, um, I was looking for, every time I thought about marriage, I had this fleeting idea of marriage. She used to bring it up a lot more and then she realized that I wasn't ready anytime soon. So she stopped doing it. And I like that. I love, um, I like doing things on my own time. And she gave me as much time as I needed. She was just going to stick it out. And I love that. She stopped bringing it up. We just stopped talking about marriage and the future because she knew I wasn't ready. There was always some excuse. I don't have enough money. We don't have a house. Um, we don't even know if we want to continue living in the middle of Tennessee. We don't, like, there was, it seemed like there was so much to figure out, but I came to terms with the fact that it's okay to not know everything. All you need to know in order to do what I'm about to, to, uh, to do next weekend, all you need to know is who you want to do it with. And if you love them and they love you and you want to keep doing that, you want to do everything together, you want to figure everything out together, then why not commit to that? We're already living like we're married anyways. <laughs> so why not, why not give her something tangible to solidify that? I just love her. <laughs> it's just, that's, that's, the, that's the gist of it. Like, you shouldn't overcomplicate it. I'm not saying that, like, if you've been together with somebody for a month, then, like, you should just send it. It's like, well, I love them and they love me, so we should get married. Like, I, I'm not saying do that, but when people talk about things that they've been through, like ups and downs, I wouldn't, our downs aren't really with each other. They're just, like, things that we've each gone through. Like, when one of us has lost a family member or when one of us, me, gets, <laughs> gets COVID and has to stay home in isolation with her or throughout the whole pandemic when we were together. Um, if, if one of us is having issues with our car, or one of us is having issues with our job, or one of us is trying to get a new job, or one of us has already had a job, but they're getting a new job at that job, or one of us is in between jobs, or one of us is having a conflict with somebody at their job, or with somebody in their family, or when I was in college. We were together when I was in college. I used to have a lot of work to do. I used to be in a fraternity. I used to have these social obligations. I used to have these academic obligations. And she was there. She was there through all of it. She was there then. She's still there now. So what am I waiting for? And I just stopped. I stopped finding excuses to not pull, pull trig. <laughs> pull the trigger in the most positive way. And I'm going to do it. Please say yes. <laughs> if you're listening to this, she said yes. I need to stop saying that. Because if she says no, why would she say no? Um, then we can just pretend like this never happened. No one will ever hear this. Anyways, those are my feelings. Second F is for flaws. Our relationship is not perfect. No relationship is perfect. Now, 
I might have said that she's perfect for me and I believe that because I want to be with her forever. But every relationship has flaws. Well, not just, not really the relationships. Every person has flaws. And the fact that we've both seen each other in every type of way at this point over the past four years. I've, um, every insecurity that I think her and I have, we've shared with each other. I'm not going to talk to you guys about hers. That would be weird. But she's accepted every part of me. My weird eyeballs or my family. My family's awesome. They're, they're not hard to accept. But how I grew up, um, who I am, how I be, <laughs> my mannerisms, my, my living habits, everything. I've accepted that about her. She's accepted that about me. And it's always about, like, does the good outweigh the bad? Oh, by a ton. There really isn't much wrong with her. And she's an awesome girl. Woman. I feel like I have to keep making that correction. Biologically speaking, she's a girl. But, like, I should talk about her as a woman. She's 25. Mid-20s? That's pretty woman-y to me. She looks like a woman. <laughs> Don't get weird. Don't be weird. She's great. Despite, in spite of whatever she thinks of herself, I love all of her with everything that comes with her. And, oh man, young Derek said something that was so inspirational on Facebook that I made, um, uh, I'm paraphrasing it, but love um, isn't about looking past each other's flaws. It's about acknowledging and accepting them fully. I think I said that in like 2012 or 2013. I wasn't even like, I was just saying that because I thought it sounded smart, but now I'm saying it because I know that it's true. So there's that. This has really calmed me down. Like, think about how hot I came in earlier in the episode talking about the ring. Like, I'm pretty sure. Oh, no, I'm going to freak myself out again. Okay. The last thing I want to talk about is family. It seems kind of obvious, but this is really what led me to the conclusion that I'm at today. On Monday, June 7th. It's family. Her and I play a lot of Xbox. One of the reasons I love her, she loves games. Get you a girl that likes games. What more can I ask for? And we're playing Halo together. Drinking, drinking hard seltzer. It's a dream come true already. But here are all the things that I thought of this morning before I went to go pick out the ring. We were playing um, Xbox with my brother a week or two ago. And we were trying to figure out a way that, like, she bought this game called Mass Effect, um, like, this remastered version of this game, and my brother was interested in finding, like, a way to where, like, he could, like, make our Xbox, like, part of his host. I don't know. I don't know. Whatever. Whatever. He wanted to play the game that she bought. And she was cool with that. What a nice gesture. Very courteous. But at one point, the three of us were playing a game together, and I had to go to the bathroom. So I was like, hey, while I'm in the bathroom, why don't you guys figure out how, you know, this game that Spice bought, you can play, Damon, while I go, you know, while, while, while I hit the loo, right? When I come back, I put the headset back on. 
her and I have two TVs, two Xboxes. We're in two different rooms. So when I get when I put the headset back on, um, I'm listening to her and my brother talk, and it's just so normal. It's so natural. And the conversation revolves around how she can do this favor for him, how, how she can let him play this game. And well after I put the headset back on, I didn't acknowledge the fact that I was back. I just kind of listened to them talk. And I was like, this is so cool. My sister, on the other hand, um, she is currently attending the school that I graduated from. She just finished her freshman year. And she, um, while living on campus, lived like a mile from us, from Spice and I. And multiple times a week towards the end of her school year, she would come over and watch bad television with us, eat food with us. And Spice not only, you know, was just cool with having her here, like embraced the idea of my 18-year-old sister being here, hanging out with us, sitting on our couch, drinking from our cups, laughing at the same shows that we laugh at. And it was so sweet. It was so nice. And it's so funny. When I was younger, um, when I was lying all the time... (laughs) Uh, I would be in relationships with other people where I'd say things like, oh, I, I find out new things that I love about you every day. I love you more and more every day. And, like, I always said that, but, like, I just said that because I thought it sounded cool. It seemed like the sweet thing to say. But I feel that now. When I see how Spice is with my family, it it shows a side to her that I don't always get to see because she's talking to people that aren't me. She's interacting with people that aren't me. And, you know, most of the time that we spend is just us alone together. So seeing how she embraces the idea of being around my family and the people in my family, the people that I love the most in the world, it just, um, it just makes me love her that much more. And, um, it, it makes me think how much more I will love her when I see her with like a child that we could potentially create in the future. But let's not get ahead of ourselves. She hasn't even said yes yet. <laughs> um, just yesterday, or maybe it was two days ago, I don't know, we were in Chattanooga with my family. And for whatever reason, her and I and my dad ended up at this place called Taco Mac, downtown Chattanooga. Just the three of us. Me, me, my girlfriend and I and my father. What an unlikely group, trio. We're all hanging out, super cool, super natural. We're all drinking, we're all eating, watching some sports. Think the Nets and the Bucks were playing. Think the Bucks were getting just slammed. It doesn't matter. It was such a nice time. And I was like, I love her even more. And when I talked to my mom about her, My mom likes her. My mom loves her. She's always so nice to my mom. My mom's always so nice to her. And they get along. And I was like, what more could I want? And I've spent time with Spice's family, too. They all seem like lovely people. And they all seem very uh, welcoming of me. So, again, I ask, when I wake up this morning, on Monday, June 7th, what am I waiting for? So... If things go well, you'll hear this. And I hope you kind of understand why we got to the point that we did. Because I feel like um, 
whenever we do it, whenever it happens, I don't know exactly what day it's going to happen. And like, I feel like if I talk about how I'm going to propose, first of all, I don't know. <laughs> if I talk about how I'm going to do it, then like, it's not going to work. But, um, either way, I know it's going to end with some type of like, hopefully short photo shoot. <laughs> um, she's going to want us to like match or something. I don't know. When I tell people about it, I feel like people are going to be shocked or maybe people won't care at all. I don't know. Like, Every time I post on Facebook about this podcast, there's like zero engagement. And I know that's probably just because people don't care about my stupid podcast, and that's fine. But I feel like whenever somebody has a kid or, or somebody gets engaged, like everybody comes out of nowhere. People that you didn't even know cared about your presence on social media at all, they'll all come out of nowhere. You end up with like 100 likes or something. <laughs> and, 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 you're, and you're like, where, where is this coming from? I didn't know you people cared that I was alive at all. <laughs> but um, maybe some of those people... Maybe not all 100 of them, or the hundreds of people that will become aware of this development. Assuming she says yes, please say yes. <laughs> um, if you're hearing this, she said yes. Hopefully they, um, I hope people have a better perspective as to why I'm getting married. So, Yeah. Spice, if you're listening to this, I love you. And I can't wait for us to figure out the rest of our lives together. Because right now I'm just taking one step at a time. And the only thing I can think about right now is making sure that you don't find out that I was at Jared today. <laughs> and you don't find this ring that I'm going to be hiding in the apartment for like the next week. So, um, I love you. And if you're listening to this, you must kind of care about me. So I love you too. Not as much as her, but I love you. Okay. All right. <laughs> um, yeah. I hope to see you. This episode was made possible by Anchor. If you're listening to this episode on Spotify, please consider giving me a follow so you can be notified when I upload. If this ever ends up on Apple Podcasts, I'd really appreciate a five-star rating if you enjoyed it. Follow me on Twitter at Derapy Podcast or Instagram at Derapy underscore podcast. The intro music is by my brother, Damon Buxton. Outro music is by Lobo and cover art is by my friend, Nick Johnson. Thanks for listening. This has been Derapy.